So New Life Community Church, we're in Chicago, or we call it Chicago Land, so and the broader Chicago area, Northwest Indiana. Uh, we're one church that meets in 27 locations uh, throughout the city. And uh, so one church means same vision, same mission, same purpose. Um, but uh, each location has their own uh, teaching pastor. So location pastor, you know, with their worship, their ministry, all that is, is highly localized. And so uh, my role, communications director, I'm part of our central services team. I've uh, been in this role now for about 10 years. And so I'm resourcing, supporting uh, our location pastors. Uh, you know, I oversee our creative team. So graphics, video, media, digital, that, that whole world. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I'm Neil Smith, joined by my friend Kent Richardson from New Life Community Church in Chicago. Kent, thanks for joining us. Yeah, great to be here. So for those that aren't familiar with New Life and uh, and who you are, can you give us a little background on the church and uh, w- what you do at the church and a little bit about you? Yeah, so New Life Community Church, we're in Chicago, or we call it Chicago Land, so and the broader Chicago area, Northwest Indiana. Uh, we're one church that meets in 27 locations uh, throughout the city. And uh, so one church means same vision, same mission, same purpose. Um, but uh, each location has their own uh, teaching pastor. So location pastor, you know, with their worship, their ministry, all that is is highly localized. And so uh, my role, communications director, I'm part of our central services team. I've uh, been in this role now for about 10 years. And so I'm resourcing, supporting uh, our location pastors. Uh, you know, I oversee our creative team. So graphics, video, you know, media, digital, that that whole world. I love it. I love it. What and and I want to di- we're going to dig into the weeds of, all, of right. all of that. And how do you manage social media for 27 different campuses? But before we get into that, important Chicago question: Cubs or White Sox? Yes, very important question. I'm on the north side, and I like the color blue, so I'm I'm a Cubs fan. Your Cubs, but our, fan. Okay. our team is about fifty fifty Cubs and Sox. <laughs> yes, yes. There, I I will say, like I, I'm a I'm a I'm a baseball guy, and there's there's not. I mean, it's like a religious experience to go to Wrigley Field, uh, and and watch a baseball game, and it's like also one of those just like it's intimate. Like there's no bad seat in the place, yeah. and. It's just such a cool, cool place. So much history there. Yeah. So let's let's talk social media. Well, twenty seven campuses, and and if I saw right online, like you're talking about multiple countries too, uh, and cities. Like, what is yeah? What is all that? And multiple languages. Yeah. Uh, I say multiple English and Spanish is what I could see. So so kind of give context to this. Yeah. So New Life Community Church. That that's the twenty seven locations, and we have okay um, services in four different languages: English, Spanish. Mandarin, and wow. then uh, Kachi, which is like a, a dialect of Spanish-speaking countries, uh, Guatemala. Yes. And so I could tell, you know, uh, a bit more about how that service popped up. But yeah, four languages. And then New Life Cities is our international locations. And so these are, you know, more maybe sister churches or, you know, partner churches um, that we're connected with relationally. Uh, we help provide some coaching, some oversight, some direction uh, for, for New Life Cities. And so there's nine churches uh, internationally. Nice, nice. Yeah. So 
how <laughs> there's just a lot to like even wrap yeah. our minds around of like how do you manage it? Let's let's maybe go high level with social media when it comes to your com- communication strategy and social media for for 27 locations. How like what, strategically what what is how does social media fit into your communications strategy? Like how do you even look at social media in in your role? Yeah. So, you know, again, I stepped in this role about 10 years ago. At that time, we already had, uh, I think, 12 locations. Okay. So, uh, you know, that ship had kind of already sailed when I stepped into the role. Locations yeah. already had their own Facebook pages and things like that. Yep. So, um, I I envision our social media, we kind of have two approaches. So, uh, me and, and my team, we kind of oversee the overall New Life Chicago brand, if you will. Think yep. of it like, you know, the high level Starbucks or Target or, you know, Dunkin' Donuts brand page, right? Uh, and then each location, they have their individual social media channels. So most of them have a Facebook page. Uh, some utilize Facebook groups, which has been a great strategy for our locations. Yeah. Um, stay connected. And then, you know, uh, last several years been shifting more to like Instagram. And so yep. locations man- managing each of their own Instagram profiles. We try to model good social media best practices and and even create yes. like templates for locations to use. Yes. And uh, you know, uh, but yeah, they they manage their own channels and we just kind of resource and support. So, yeah, interesting, yeah. interesting. So with all of that, I'd love to hear from your perspective uh, as you as you kind of have to oversee it and critique it mm-hmm. uh, as to what's working, what's not working. What from your seat right now is working? Because you mentioned kind of Facebook groups. Yeah. Kind of is a good place for community. Instagram has been a shift. Yeah. What's maybe what's working really well right now? And what are, what's maybe a tension point of like, should we even be on Twitter anymore or X anymore? Yeah. You know, like what's so so what what would you say is kind of working in that strategy? And what do you, would you say is kind of a pain point? Yeah. I, I mean, definitely Instagram. That's that's the area where most of our locations are spending time. You know, we're, yeah. we're leaning into reaching a much younger audience, uh, you know, online, right? So 20, yeah. 20 to 35 range. So Instagram, Instagram reels, you know, again, that we, we were doing IG, IGTV way back when, and then yeah. that became whatever and whatever. And now we're at reels <laughs> and kind of landed there. So yeah. Um, yeah, definitely leaning into Instagram platform and reels and then, you know, cross posting on Facebook now. Uh, as well as YouTube, and we don't often think of YouTube as social media strategy, but it is. Yeah. It's, yep. It, that's kind of where I'm betting, you know, more long term. And so, we, uh, you know, we were talking about YouTube uh, previously, yeah. and just kind of what our approach and strategy is there as well. So, but yeah, for most of the locations, Instagram is kind of where it's at right now. Yeah. So let's let's talk about YouTube. Okay. And so, wh- why 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 are you betting on YouTube? Yeah. Um, why am I betting on YouTube? Well, I, I think because I think lo- it's a long-term bet, right? Yeah. Over time, it's just going to have the greatest you know, reach and return. Um, you, YouTube is owned by Google. Google yep. has a lot of sway and influence when it comes to online. Um, the, you know, the, 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 the platform itself, you know, continues to kind of evolve with YouTube shorts now. Right. And so yep. kind of have this, you know, long form content, short term content, uh, you know, we're experimenting with some like medium form content, you know, like okay. five, yeah, 10 yeah. minute, you know, little uh, outtakes yep. as well as some podcasting. So, um, 
plus, you know, the way I think, I think YouTube's relationship with their creators and we, we don't often yes. think of churches as creators, but literally we create a service every week. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. So I think their relationship with creators, they've got, um, you know, some of the top creators in the world on there. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm just other platforms, you know, come and go. Snapchat was really big a few years ago. And then yep. uh, last year it was the, the be real train. I think <laughs> I don't yep. know what happened to be real. Um, yep. TikTok is obviously taking off right now, but who knows what the future of TikTok is. So yep. yeah, we're, we're, uh, we've kind of just been investing over the years on YouTube and um, yeah. just making sure we're, we're there on that platform. Yeah. I, I cannot, you know, I think recommend that enough, uh, because I think at the end of the day, these are rented properties. And I think we know that if you go into it with your eyes wide open, of like, Look, YouTube can't shut you down at any time. TikTok might disappear yeah. tomorrow. Like we have no control over those things, but it's also an awareness opportunity. It's an evangelism opportunity yeah. uh, to be on these platforms. And if I'm going to bet on a platform too, it's YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and and it's not like YouTube is new. Yeah. YouTube is like I think 16 years old and has grown year over year significantly. But as you look at the landscape even Instagram as it's grown, it's like, I don't know that I'd bet on Instagram long-term. Yeah. I don't think it's going to disappear, but I think their algorithms change more there. You know, just it's, there's complexities there where YouTube, those, the people who invested in YouTube early yeah. are seeing massive fruits today, yeah. but it also is like, I, it's hard to see a path where YouTube doesn't continue yeah. to grow. Uh, so I, I firmly you well, know, support that, that prioritization. And especially as a church, when you just think about, what a church does. I mean, we, most sermons yes. are maybe 30 to 45 to, to an hour, which is long form yes. content. Yes. You know, on Facebook, long form content is going to last probably a day. Um, yep. you know, Instagram doesn't really have a long form content nope. uh, spot. And so um, it just, it makes sense for churches that are, you yes. know, streaming services um, and publishing sermons or podcasts yep. uh, to, to, have those live on YouTube uh, for the long term because people will watch a video from five years ago, uh, yes. you know, or, you know, our team was talking about the, the chosen series yesterday, right? Which yeah. I think came out in like 2019, but people are still discovering it because now it's on Netflix yes. and now it's like, yep. you know, getting. And so I, I think, you know, it's in a similar way, YouTube, people are kind of continue to discover uh, messages. Our, our top message on YouTube is a Christmas message from 2016. Okay. And it just, it, it pops up every year, you know, um, yeah. even though we're releasing new sermons yes. every week. So, so interesting yeah. how that, yeah. how that happens. And it's, you know, and it's, sometimes it's hard to say like, Hey guys, it's Nils and I am interrupting this episode to highlight one of our platforms and that is online church builders. You can go to onlinechurchbuilders.com and get a fully created, generated uh, strategy for your church with your online presence. And so whether you have an online presence where you want to use online to bring people to your local church or you want to build a global online church community, uh, this strategy will give you uh, the, the roadmap, the plan that you need to follow, the direction you need uh, to build a great online church presence for your church. Uh, I actually built this with my friend Nona Jones, uh, and we are selling it uh, for $249, but you can actually get it for free. Uh, and we are offering the next 100 people who go sign up um, through this podcast. We're not talking about it anywhere else, but to this community, uh, a free 
uh, online church strategy. There's no strings attached and there's no upsells. Uh, it's literally just a free strategy that we built. We put a lot of energy and investment into it and we want to make it available to as many churches as possible. So we've just decided for the next hundred people uh, that sign up, we're going to do it for free. Uh, and in exchange, what we're hoping is that you'll give us feedback uh, on how helpful uh, that strategy is for your church. So go to onlinechurchbuilders.com, get your free online church strategy. Uh, and I can't wait to hear how it helps your church. Let's get back to the episode. You try to figure out why, and, and, and you don't know, you know, like, yeah, it just happens sometimes and something is preferred in the algorithm and it is what it is. And you just say, you know, thank you, YouTube, for bringing more people to our church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but I think you you if you don't post, you know that no one will see what you post. And so that's where it's like, get start posting, start getting out there and then improve. And you never know uh, what's going to catch and what's going to stick. Kent, how one of the biggest pain points that I see with churches, especially as they go into multi-site, uh, is is how do you how do you basically quality control as all of these campuses yeah. and potentially volunteers and whoever have access and are representing your brand yeah. holistically? And that's a word we often don't like to use in the church. But uh, how how do you how do you manage that and how do you keep quality control and even like messaging control of who's commenting on behalf of the church and things things like that? Yeah, so. You know, that was a that was kind of a fork in the road decision I had to make early on when I stepped into the role. Again, we were already at twelve locations, you know, and, and they had their social media channels. And I just I don't we don't have the central staff support to manage, you know, all those. And we're not a yeah. high control culture, right? So I think yep. some of it is you need to lean into the culture that your your pastor and your leaders are, yep. are shaping. And so um you know, we're a decentralized ministry model. We we tell our location pastors do what what you need to do best to reach your people and to reach your community and, and to serve them. And so, um, you know, and that I think you know translates into social media as well, right? What platforms yeah. you want to be on and where you want to you know spend your time. So, um, our social our digital model needs to match sort of our you know physical model, right? Yeah. Um, so that's that's what it looks like for us, and that not every church is like that. Some churches maybe have a much uh, higher control, stricter uh, environment. We've just opted for uh, you know less control but more support, right? And so mm. um, that's where uh, you know, sharing ideas, sharing bre- best practices. It's cool. the The cool thing in our context is um, you know we have some smaller locations and and these pastors that have some really cool and innovative ideas. So, you know, not all the best ideas come from the central services, central office, right? Uh, Just kind of thinking and brainstorming. But sometimes innovative ideas come out of a necessity and a need for a location. And so what's cool is I have this relationship with our team that we can then pilot an idea, you know, or try something right on a small scale uh, and see how it works, see how it, you know, goes. Does it take off? Does it get some, some good traction? And then, you know, kind of relay those those best practices, ideas throughout the organization. So love that. Yeah, love that. It, it's good to be nimble on digital, right? Print, yeah. it's harder because like you got to spend, you know, a hundred or a thousand dollars on print material. But digital, you can try something. And if it flops, yeah, it, it'll be gone tomorrow and you can try something else, you know? Yeah. Any, do you have any scars from that? So I think so many pastors are like, I can't imagine just given the keys like that and like the decentralized approach 
sounds good in theory until you get the rogue intern, you know, uh, that does something or, you know, or, or volunteer. And I, I'll tell you a, a story that comes to mind for me is I remember when I was uh, at Community Bible Church, we had a volunteer that was managing our one of our Facebook pages for our online campus. Yeah. And he posted, we were doing a money series uh, and he posted a post of we're basically we're talking about like saving your money. And he, he post literally posted how much money do you have in savings? Um, and everyone's like, it's none of your, you know, dang business, a community Bible church. And it just was a bad look, uh, for our church. And that's, you know, like we were just, and literally at that point, I mean, we had like a hundred thousand Facebook followers at the time. It was crazy. Wow. We had had some viral engagement and, and then it was just a, you know, that's when I began to rein it in. Yeah. But I also, there's a side of regret with that too, of like, no, I just, it was really on me for not better coaching him, but that's also, it's going to happen no matter how well you coach yeah, too yeah. with a decentralized model. So I'm curious, any scars with that or well, any like, yeah, I mean, I've, yeah. I've made my, uh, you know, mistakes in the past. So the, the one for me is, uh, you know, it was Halloween and we don't really post on Halloween, you know, as, as a church, just, we don't, you know, really celebrate that day or kind of yeah. downplay it, but you know, I, I, uh, take my kids trick or treating. Right. So like, yeah, I post all these stories and like my son drew like this, like scribble pumpkin picture. I posted yep. them all on the church's page on the church. And, uh, <laughs> and then somebody messaged me and, and, you know, had, uh, yeah, had to go back. And take it yes. Thankfully it was, it was on stories, you know, not uh, super, yep. uh, shared. We had a pastor just a few weeks ago who, um, he's getting his pilot's license. Right. So he has to get like, yep. so he's, he's you know documenting the process and and i see on their their page like oh hey there's there's pastor eric getting into air uh uh you know a, a airplane and then yeah uh, there's pastor eric you know with the headset on and and just you know all these stories and he was posting it on his church's page and i was like uh oh, you might man. want to take these down so yeah but you know digital i think what i've learned with digital is um you know, there's a bit of like, uh, there's a community there, right? And, it, and each platform yes. kind of has a little bit of self-policing, you know? Yes. And so yes. Um, we, you know, we kind of look for people that are active on online already and we'll bring them onto yep. the social media team, give them the keys, so to speak, to the kingdom to, yeah. to manage. Uh, but yeah, each platform is a little bit, you know, kind of self-policing. I will say on YouTube right now, uh, because we're posting more, because we're doing shorts and things like that, we are getting some weird comments, you know, like that guy looks yeah. like so-and-so or that guy looks like so-and-so. And so, yeah. um, I just started this with our team every Wednesday we log in and, and we kind of go through the comments, uh, you know, and just kind of, yep. uh, remove them or police them. So yep. we've had some other just crazy things with online of like, um, you know, I was okay to share, but there was like a, there was like a bomb threat one time. And so we had to like wow. go into like a kind of emergency mode and, yeah. You know, so it comes with the territory, um, you, you know, for as much, you know, positive response we get, you're going to get one or two negative things and things that yes. need to be on top of it. And I think if you do that over time, you're going to create a community and sort of a, a standard in there that will weed those, those people out. So, yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I think too, people, people like a lot of, I think pastors <laughs> dream about going viral of this is what it means to reach people, but they don't realize what comes with yeah. that. Uh, and the, the, the weirdos on YouTube yeah. are there. It's like next level with the, the comments you get. And I think too, a lot of it is because people just have anonymity with their, 
YouTube profile in comparison to Facebook or Instagram sure. or some of the sure. other social networks. But yeah, it is it is wild. Uh, some of the comments when we, uh, you we talk about going viral, but I keep telling our team this like we want to go viral for the right thing, right? A hundred percent. And so we don't want to just, we don't going to go viral and become the church that's known for, you know, the Christmas tree catching on fire or the worship leader yes. fail or, and those yes. are great. I love those, but um, yes. we want to make sure we go viral for the right thing. And so we just, I mean, we're just being consistent, you know, posting, uh, you know, regularly and kind of have a, a yep. template, I guess you could say, but yes. it's, uh, and so that helps our team, uh, you know, kind of know what what posts uh, to do, what days, and then um, we share that template with our locations to kind of you know model follow after. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, you don't, you, you don't. I mean, I think you have plenty of pastors that have have, have experienced the preachers and sneakers yeah. call out oh, yeah. uh, on on the on that side or whatever whatever it might be that uh, is is out there. You want to go viral for the right things, um, and and I think too. That the healthy social media growth is like any other growth of like, you want it to be steady growth. I mean, imagine even physically in your church, if all of a sudden you 10 X your attendance, you couldn't handle it. You wouldn't be ready for it. Uh, And it might be awesome to have people that can't get into your parking lot, but logistically you, you can't really support that kind of growth. And so you, you want to grow on social media, like you want to grow in your building steadily and healthily in a, in a manageable way. Now you, it's awesome when that can be expedited in some ways, but uh, being being wise in that um, and and healthy in that is is really important. Uh, and I think it's perception um, can you know you just you think you want what you <laughs> what you want, but then when you get there, it's like ah, it's not yeah. really what we wanted. Um, so let's let's talk about like even as you think about all the twenty seven campus pastors, you know, all of the people involved in this. I'm curious, do you guys have some kind of like staff policy because one of the yeah. realities of social media is that people connect to people yeah. when they connect to organizations and this is a tension of in a lot of churches of like how do we direct our staff what what accountability do we have of like do you post drinking photos do you post sure. whatever it might be how, yeah. how do you guys navigate that yeah that's actually we, we just reviewed that and updated that this year you know as we're reaching a younger audience and even having younger staff you know join our team i oversee a team yeah um i've got uh, five people on our team and three of them are in their early 20s you know yeah. so you know like previously like we were all just trying to figure out what instagram was and what these channels were but you know these these uh 20 year olds they grew up on these channels right and so yeah they maybe you know post some things or shared some things as a high schooler as a teenager that you know they maybe yeah. and they're they're still kind of figuring that out so we uh we did we actually just updated our social media policy policy for staff and just kind of what the guidelines and expectations are there. It's very similar to what our like our leadership um, commitment, you know, would be. Yeah. Uh, what, what we expect for leaders, um, but we, you know, we included uh, a section there on you know social media policy and, and yeah. usage. So that's good. Uh, and do you do that with volunteers too at all, or how do you how do you navigate that? Or like, and I say volunteers like just leaders. I mean, so. I, I I don't I don't do that you know for every location, okay. but again, yeah. their their pastors, their leaders, their team there, um, I think yeah. kind of sets the tone and the policy. We're yeah. again, we're not a heavy policy you know driven church, yeah. but as we've grown and as we've added more people, we've seen the value of having some of those in place. Yeah, you know, and just I I think that the two best policies are wisdom, right? Uh, is this wise yeah. to do? 
and common sense, yeah. you know? Yeah. And if we can help yes. people just kind of put those, you know, hats on. I saw I saw something at uh, the school yesterday. It was that think before you post. And this was for high schoolers. And there's yeah. an acronym think. Uh, I, yes. I need to look up what it was, but it was like, you know, stop and think before you post that photo yeah. or send that thing. And um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's an area you just, you need to talk about. And when something yes. does come up, you know, uh, you can just, you can reach out to that person, you know, talk to them. And, and I, yes. I've done that a few times and people have understood it, you know, they, they get it right yeah. away. So, yeah. It's and I'm I've got teenagers and oh I've got a teenager in my house but both my kids have social media access in some yeah. you know extent and so we're we're navigating that with our teenager but honestly as I think back my one of my biggest scars in that was I remember our pastor we were I was in a mega church in San Antonio and he watched the debate uh, one of the presidential debates yeah. online yeah. this was probably ten years ago. And he expressed his opinion of that debate on his Facebook page, which had, you know, I don't know, 20, 30,000 followers on it. But everyone in San Antonio, you know, or a lot of people paid attention to yeah. it. And he expressed a liking for a certain candidate. Well, next day, we've got two news trucks at our in our parking oh, lot man. wanting to talk to him about that. And it was just like, okay, we got to we got to think before we post yeah. uh, because literally, and then, and it was all this like, you know, should we tax the churches because they, you know, they can't get political. There's just any yeah. separation yeah. church and state. It's so complicated. And, and I think there's a side of like, man, we just want to be people and natural and express our opinions. Uh, and then we also like, man, who knew that a Facebook post yeah. of an opinion of a debate is going to literally have news trucks first thing the next morning. Yeah there and then they literally and he wasn't that he you know wasn't in the office and so we tell him he's not here to to answer questions and they said well he's avoiding our questions you know that's what they say on the news mm -hmm. i was like goodness uh it's complicated and that it was is. 10 years yeah. ago it's it's only getting more complicated and i think we have to be thoughtful um as to how we navigate these things but i think kent one of the things that i appreciate about this conversation is We've got to be thoughtful, but what often happens and what a lot of leaders do is they just like, I don't know how to handle all of this, so we're going to do none of it. And I think we, in some ways, have to, you know, you don't want to be reactive necessarily, but I think you have to, you have to be open-handed to an extent and you need to support well yeah. and guide well. And then you react when there are situations that are inevitably going to come up. Yeah. And the truth is, no matter how many policies you have, you're, you're going to, you're going to have issues. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, this is, this is, it's just a tension, uh, yeah. to, to manage yes. that's, that's really complicated. Yeah. Well, we're, let's, oh yeah, I just, we're, I mean, we're coming up on another election year. And so we kind of review that with our pastors and just, you know, yeah. talk through it. And, uh, you know, that, so one of it is sharing your opinion that I remember, you know, 2020, the last election cycle had to, I, 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 kind of, you know, educated our, our pastors a little bit on, you know, be, being very careful about resharing and reposting links, making yes. sure you're checking the sources and things like that, because, yeah. you know, that the misinformation and false information and things yes. like that can spread really quick too. Um, I think even like, even liking. Yeah. Posts. Yeah. You like this and it's uh, paid for this. It's, and so I remember doing some education yeah. with that. Obviously 2020 was a wild year. And we all grew yes. up and learned a lot in that year. Yes, I did. think our team, you know, is going to be a little more uh, wise, you know, going into this next year. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, and, and I think sometimes you got to have scars. And this is one of the things I love about you being in your role for 10 years is like, 
man, 10 years is there's very few people that are in a role like this for an extended amount of time, but you, you, you learn from, in many ways, your mistakes, you know, and from others' mistakes. And as as you've been in the trenches and and you experience and learn, and that's one thing, this is why this podcast exists is we want to share learnings, both good and bad, uh, as, as to how we navigate things. But Ken, let's let's have some positive right. conversation. It's 2023. Yeah. We're talking social media. We can't talk social media in 2023 without a little AI uh, conversation. What AI tools are on your radar? What are you thinking about? What are you dreaming about? What where's AI beginning to intersect with your ministry and social media? Yeah, love it. So a year ago, um, our team we experimented with some AI tools for our Christmas planning, and this so okay. this is one year ago, and it. It was yeah. just garbage. I mean, we got the weirdest yeah. things. And I was like, this is not, you know, usable. This yeah. is not going to take off. And it's amazing to see where we're at just a year later and how it's yeah. kind of come into the public conversation and how fast the tools have developed. So yes, um, we're, we're, we, we're talking about that with our team. Again, we, we say AI is a tool, right? So the yes. hammer doesn't replace the person using the hammer. Yes. Uh, the hammer is not going to build yes. the house, you know, uh, itself, but yeah. How can we use AI as tools uh, to, uh, you know, augment our workflow, to help our workflow, to, to, we use it a lot as like a thought partner also, if that makes sense. Yep. So, yep. you know, brainstorming, giving us some ideas uh, to work with. It's really interesting. I I, I feel like uh, you can still tell when something is AI, you know, written uh, and yes. when it's, you know, more from the heart, I guess. We talked about it with our pastors as well, like, uh, you know, what's the line and what's the ethical question of yeah. this, of like AI yes. sermon, you know, and, yeah. but, you know, we, our pastors have for years, they'll, they'll borrow, you know, a sermon idea or illustration from, a you know, Rick Warren, right. Or, uh, you know, an, another pastor. Yeah. Right. And so where does AI, you know, kind of fit in that? So, yeah, we're definitely talking about it. We're using some of the tools. Um, you know, it, it's interesting too, just how, every platform is building AI into the experience, you know, from Adobe products, right? Photoshop and Illustrator and Premiere, um, Canva, you know, has AI built in. We have an online store and Shopify has like an AI tool, which I love. So like, I use that AI tool all the time because I don't know how to write, you know, a a description for a a hoodie. So I'll just put in a few keywords and it comes out with this great, you know, like, collegiate soft hoodie yes. feel you know rainy days. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. yes that's what we want people to feel so, yeah yeah it, it's cool right now um it's free right now right so yeah i'm kind of wondering like hey this tool is great when it's free but would i pay for this tool you know in yep. the future how much would i pay and and that so yeah we're definitely there having fun with it yep. too uh but yeah definitely learning still yeah yeah, it's there are so many possibilities. I just saw Canva uh, put out a, a post that they're teasing something that that's going to yeah. come out later this week, and so I'm so intrigued as they as they've been on the graphic design and even copywriting yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, but there there are so the tools are getting so much better every day. There's there's a tool that I keep talking about called Opus Pro, uh, which is like creates basically reels and and TikToks. Okay out of your, you know, long form video content that, that I think every church should, should be using. Yeah. Um, and there are other options of that, that, but it's just like the speed at which these are coming out and the, the, the rapid improvements that they're making. Yeah. 
uh, I'm convinced that we will have. I mean, you say it won't replace people. I, th- I think it's in some ways of like we'll have a sermon ingester that will take your video and create your YouTube thumbnail, your description, create the clips, create like some graphic yeah. posts and carousels. Uh, I'm sure that's going to exist in the next year. Um, and that's going to replace basically half of what my company does, you know, uh, at Amplify. But but it it really is uh, amazing what's possible and yeah. uh, the tools that are coming out that allow us. Because I think a lot of churches have looked at like Elevation Church and some mega churches of like, like I can't do that. We don't have, we don't have twenty people on our creative team right, to right. be able to produce that level of content. Well, now AI can actually do that for yeah. you. Uh, so you don't have to replace people. You actually almost create people yeah. um, through through a lot of these tools. Kent, as we, uh, I, I love it, man. I, I love, uh, and I appreciate your faithfulness in your role um, and, uh, and and just being, you know, a, a, a consistent uh, leader in the communication space and modeling for so many other churches. Any advice uh, that you would have for other church leaders when it comes to social media communications uh, from, from your seat? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're all just kind of figuring this out, right? Like, I mean, these companies are huge. There's a lot of money and technology and brains behind all this. And so, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm I'm working for Meta because I'm having to update yes. and change and, you know, all these things. So, um, but yeah, advice, you know, I, I think I think one of the areas I've learned is like, yeah, social media is important. I, I think it's something we yeah. do, but it's not everything, right? And as yes. churches, uh, you know, we... We have a lot of other things, you know, that we do children's ministry and, and outreach and youth and worship and, um, you know, life groups. Right. And like, yeah. Um, so not everything, it, it's almost like think of your personal life. Not everything that you do needs to be on social media. And I think that applies to your church as well. Yeah. Post, you know, some photos, some videos, share some things, but, um, not everything your church does has to be on social media. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, you know, yeah, social media it's a part of it, but it's not, it's not the only thing, you know? So, you know, yeah. just balancing that with everything that, that you're doing, uh, do, do your best, uh, do what you can be. I think the other thing our team has learned is be consistent. So, yes. you know, I, I, I tell our locations to just post, if you can just post once a week, post once a week, yeah. every Wednesday, and that's your post. That's so and if good. you can go to two, go to two, and then if you can go to three and then five, you know, our team posts every day. And we've actually been thinking about, dialing it down and just posting every other day uh, but elevating the content you know uh, the quality of that so yes um you know always kind of but but yeah big thing uh for us is just being consistent on social media uh in terms of what you're posting who you're reaching what the message you know and, and voices um and then yeah balancing that with everything everything else you have to do yes. so if we miss a day we miss post it's like it's okay like you know we, we can pick it up yes. tomorrow we can pick it up next week Yes, that kit that that is the the wisdom in that uh, is it's simple, but it is so powerful of like, look, show up consistently, do the do your best uh, and and don't quit and don't give up um, is any, you know, whether you're a volunteer managing your church social media communications or you're a, you know, leader in a mega church like that is I think the message to hear is keep showing up keep getting better. Uh, and when you mess up, just get up, clean up and, uh, and, and keep going. Uh, because it, it's not, if you mess up, it's when you mess up and, and how you navigate that. And if you're not messing up, you're probably not being as proactive as you yeah. need to be, 
uh, in your role to keep up uh, with how uh, things are moving and shifting uh, in in this landscape. Yeah. So, Kent, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for your leadership. Thank you for modeling uh, for other churches. How, if if somebody wants to get a hold of you or find you or connect with you online, uh, how how can they connect with you? What's the best place to to, to engage? Yeah, you? I mean, so it's funny when you do social media as part of your job, you're less like oh, yeah. I don't want to go on. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm on I'm on Instagram primarily uh, at KP Richardson, um, mainly yeah. just photos of my family and coffee. Those those are the two areas that I I specialize in. Two so, important things. Those are my side hustles. I say. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we'll post a link uh, to Kent's uh, Instagram and uh, to, to New Life uh, Community Church uh, on the show notes at socialmedia.church. Go check those out. Uh, and if you would, uh, leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you're listening. We so appreciate it. And uh, we, we so appreciate you, Kent, and for taking the time. We'll talk to you again on the next episode.